Did you bring cigarettes? asked Travas. He wore an orange jumpsuit, but it somehow looked pressed, immaculate, classy. His distinguished old general's face seemed arrested. I would not bring you cigarettes if the fate of the world depended on it, said Donovan. It does, said Travas. Donovan suppressed a shudder. Well, it's a no-smoking facility, he said. Travas waved a hand casually. So many rules. How do you endure it? I know. What kind of country do we live in where you can't even torture someone? said Donovan. You mock me, and it angers me, said Travas. His tone was flat and deadly. The room seemed small and confining. Where are you from? asked Donovan. I already told you that you don't want to know. Besides, I am not ready to go back just yet, said Travas. Something crazy occurred to Donovan, and he said it without thinking, which was not like him. So if I knew where you were from, I could send you back? Travas did not speak, but the muscles of his face strained and drew his skin taut, stretching his mouth into a thin line. He seemed unnerved for the barest moment. You're from hell, said Donovan. His voice wavered. Travas laughed, but not extravagantly. Then where? asked Donovan. Detective Donovan, surely a man with your experience knows when he is not going to get an answer, said Travas. Donovan pressed anyway. I already know, he said, but his voice did not sound strong, even though he badly wanted it to. Belief is a powerful thing, but useless to someone like you. Think what you like. Donovan moved on, hating himself for his weakness. A stronger man, a man of faith, would have dogged Travas until he not only knew where the man was from, but every place he had been and where he was going. Of course, if Donovan had his way, the man was going to prison, and where he had been was undoubtedly too horrible to think about. Tell me about the soul jaws and about Miss Morris. Travas sat up straighter and leaned forward. Magic is difficult and requires pain. Feeling pain, causing pain, it is all the same to me. Anna, sad to say, does not enjoy the process as I do. Let me get this exactly right, and please, speak clearly for the tape recorder. You enjoy torturing people? said Donovan. Not torturing, enslaving. People torture themselves said Travas. I'm 100% positive she did not put those needles in her own eyes or cut her own throat, said Donovan. Travas elevated his chin and drew his fingers extravagantly across his throat, displaying a mass of angry scar tissue. I would never take from my disciples what I have not taken from myself many times. Look in my eyes. You can see where the needles have been. I can summon demons and hellhounds because I have put my soul in its proper place. I could cover your world with shape-changers and vampires and reanimated corpses, given time and a little cooperation. But sadly, I must first pay a debt and open a locked door. Donovan tapped his fingers and squirmed in his chair until he decided it was time to interrupt. He hated the insanity defense. Are you an intelligent man? I am. But you are not, or you would not interrupt me, said Travas. All of this makes sense to you? asked Donovan. As it will make sense to you, 
Clavarsi, Mason Eason, Sojundek Donovan, Sojundek Sasso Bidant, said Travas, as he tangled his fingers together and held them out to the limit of the handcuffs. Donovan blinked and shook his head. Do you believe you are a rational man? Travas smiled and maintained perfect eye contact. Yes, detective. I am very rational. Did you put the needles in Anna's eyes on purpose? asked Donovan. He tried to get up and leave, but could not figure out the chair he sat in or why the table seemed to block his legs. He tugged sharply on the knot of his tie and opened his mouth for air. Did you intentionally stab the needles into her eyes? Certainly. I wanted to cause her as much pain and terror as possible. 